B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio now brings you our new economics segment. We're calling Dollars Make Sense with Olivia Wills. Do you know what you think you know? Do you just talk about it because you think you know? It's pretty clear you're faking it. So listen to Olivia and learn a bit. Dollars make sense. Dollars make sense. Dollars make sense with Olivia Wills. Dollars make sense. Dollars make sense. Make dollars make sense to you. I am joined in the studio by our B-Side Stories economics correspondent, Olivia Wills. Kia ora, Olivia. Kia ora, Laura. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming. How, uh, did you enjoy the theme tune? I love the theme tune. <laughs> it really captures the essence of it. Um, thank you. I made it and I was quite proud of it. And I, it took all of my sort of willpower not to show it to you sooner. So I'm, um, I'm glad you like it. Uh, this is a brand new segment on the show where Olivia answers an economic question for me to help dollars make sense. That's the name of the segment. So today we're going to chat about the well-being budget. It's some jargon you may have heard floating around. And at the end of May, the government is set to announce their well-being budget. So I guess the basic question, Olivia, what is a well-being budget? So traditionally, the budget is all about economic growth. And it's looking at how the government is going to decide how to spend its money in the way that is best for the economy. And this has normally been measured using GDP, which is the gross domestic product. But it turns out that GDP is not really a very good measure of the things that people care about. Hmm. So, yeah, that's been a bit of a problem because it doesn't measure things like inequality or the environment. Yes. So I guess what does what is GDP anyway? What does that measure? GDP measures the productivity of the whole country. So I don't know what New Zealand's GDP is, but it's a really big number, right? <laughs> which just adds up all of the goods and services in the country. Right. So is that, um, uh, I guess, is that still a useful measure of something? Yes, it is, um, because GDP is correlated with the things that we do value, certainly. Um, and it's a good way to know how we're doing in terms of employment and income. Um, but there's a lot of things that it overlooks. Sure. Okay, so what is this new well-being budget going to measure? Well, the well-being budget, instead of just looking at economic growth, takes four different capitals, and it's called these human, social, environmental, and financial capitals. So the human capital is looking at uh, people and skills. So how's employment doing? What's, how are people's skills getting on? What's the education like? Hmm. And then the social capital is looking at social connectedness. So do people have friends? Are they happy? Are they integrated in a community? The environmental capital is how is the environment doing? Mm -hmm. So particularly in New Zealand, we're interested in how the water pollution situation is um, and also how we're contributing to carbon emissions. Mm -hmm. And the financial capital is concerned with the like physical and financial assets, so that's like house prices. Interesting. So some of these sound kind of tricky to measure, like whether people have friends and are connected to their community. So how is the government planning to get around that? Yeah, so this has been a big area of contention where we have an interesting situation where you can compare the value of making an extra friend to the value of being admitted to hospital. Right. 
uh, which has come up against a lot of different problems. But at the same time, these things do matter to people, so it's really important that we at least attempt to value them. Okay. Um, Do other countries do their budget like this? So this is the first central government attempt at doing a well-being budget. There's been local governments have a go in the UK particularly, um, and a lot of countries are thinking about taking steps towards this. So there's also um, Australia and South Korea and Mexico um, and the UK. So there'll be all eyes on New Zealand when this budget's announced. Wow. Exciting stuff. World leaders. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, I guess you're doing a you're you're going to be sort of covering the well-being budget or looking at it from an economics perspective when yes. it, when it comes out. Uh, when you when it comes out and hits your desk, uh, what 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 will you be looking for um, to sort of see whether it's legit or it's um, has to quit? Amid rhyme. Yeah. So the things I'm particularly interested in are have they taken into account population growth and inflation. So if you're not accounting for the population growth effectively, then that means that the real spending will have decreased per person per year. Um, And that could be a problem. So I'm going to be comparing this to education numbers um, to see if it's all all adds up right. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, have they taken into account the inflation rate, Um, which will be important to know if, again, if the real value is the same. Okay. I guess, will we only know if the well-being budget is sort of making us better off after a year or two years or three years' time? Yeah, I think that is fair to say that we can't really know how it will affect well-being until the things have been implemented and there are steps to be taken to try and measure people's well-being um, before and after the budget. So that will be the real test. Hmm. Exciting things. Uh, Thank you for telling me more about the well-being budget. Now I have sort of a frame to think about it. And I've learned something. Great. Yeah, that's all for Dollars Make Sense today. Um, um, We'll have your segment on uh, again soon, Olivia. Thank you very much.